I welcome you all to the Amity Education Podcast. This is Tuti Chaudhary from ASCO and today I'm going to give you a very detailed analysis of the new education policy 2020. So let's get started. Since India's independence in 1947, the union government has formed various educational policies and commissions to improve the education system and illiteracy levels in India. The first national education policy was formed in 1968, which was later modified in the years 1986 and 1992. After almost three decades, a revolutionary change was brought to the Indian education system. by the formulation of national education policy 2020 so it aims for an indian education system that focuses directly on transforming our nation sustainably into an equitable and vibrant knowledge society by providing high quality education to all but much of its success depends upon its execution If it is implemented in its true vision the new structure can bring India at par with the leading countries of the world. So very firstly let me tell you about the key features of this policy. So it emphasizes the criticality of early childhood education and the persistence of its advantages throughout an individual's life. It recognizes the learning difficulties in language and mathematics during the primary school years and its impact on children. It appreciates the progress in enrollment and expresses concerns at our inability to retain all children in school till grade 12. It envisages a new curricular and pedagogical structure for school education that is responsive and relevant to the needs and interests of learners at different stages of their development it aims to transform curriculum and pedagogy by 2022 to encourage holistic development with minimal rote learning it aims to shape an education system that benefits all of india's children this policy reiterates the thought that the quality education is dependent upon the quality of the teacher it aims to ensure rigorous teacher preparation in vibrant multidisciplinary institutions it plans to render the school governance more effective and efficient while facilitating the sharing of resources through school infrastructure it also believes that regulation must become an engine of educational improvement and energize india's school education system it aims to appropriately integrate tech into all levels of indian education system and believes that vocational education must be an important part of education it also aims to provide access to vocational education to at least 50% of all learners by 2025 it aims to achieve 100 youth and adult literacy by 2030 and significantly expand adult and continuing education programs the policy will make sure the preservation growth and vibrancy of all indian languages higher education has a very new vision and architecture under the policy with large well resourced vibrant multidisciplinary institutions so the policy envisages 
an imaginative and broad-based liberal undergraduate education with rigorous specialization in chosen disciplines and fields. It envisions a joyful, rigorous and responsive curriculum engaging and affecting pedagogy and caring support to optimize learning and the overall development of students. Quality and engagement by faculty is important for the success of higher education. This policy exactly puts the faculty back into the heart of the higher education. It sees independent, self-governed higher education institutions with capable and ethical leadership as a driver of educational change. This policy also aims to set up effective and responsive rules and regulations to encourage academic excellence and public hope in higher education. It builds it builds a holistic approach to the preparation of professionals by ensuring broad-based competencies and understanding of the social human context, a strong ethical compass in addition to the highest quality professional capacities. It emphasizes strongly on catalyzing and energizing research and innovation across the country in all the academic disciplines. Rashtriya Siksha Ayog, the Indian education system, needs inspiring leadership which will also ensure excellence of execution. This policy is committed to raising educational investment. There is no better investment towards society's future. So these were all the key features of the new education policy 2020. Let me tell you about the disadvantages of this policy which I have managed to find out. So this policy is silent on the institutions of eminence and agencies like the higher education funding agencies. It creates a lack of sufficient clarity regarding curricular, pedagogical and teacher education related issues that disrupt the teaching and learning of early literacy. The policy advises mostly oral activities for the pre-primary grades, reading activities for grades 1 to 3 with an extra hour for writing starting only in the grades 4 and 5, whereas it contradicts research suggesting that children should be taught listening, speaking, reading and writing simultaneously and not in a sequence. So it does not discuss how to prepare teachers to successfully teach foundational literacy in a multilingual country. Instead, its recommendation lies in recruiting volunteers and community members to support the matter of early literacy. Volunteers can be useful but cannot be the primary force to deliver foundational education to students. So the diagnosis of the causes behind the severe learning crisis, namely poor school and and teacher accountability isn't apt. There is no fundamental reform proposed for revamping the accountability structures of the schools. Instead, the policy provides school management committees and are already mandated under the RTE Act are ineffectual. With the democratization of knowledge and availability of technology for easy access to information, the policy should have focused more on how to teach and not only on what to teach. 
I'd like to conclude by saying that this policy, the New Education Policy 2020, lays out a very encouragingly hopeful vision for the future if successive governments can stay true to it. However, for it to be a truly national vision, it would be appropriate for it to be discussed and adopted by Parliament in the manner that the National Policy on Education 1986 was, which allowed it to stand the test of time. Without parliamentary approval, any such policy remains an executive decision which runs the risk of being arbitrarily overtuned by a future government. So this is it for this episode of Amity Education Podcast and let me end by saying that the most beautiful thing about learning is that no one can take it away from you. So stay tuned for the next episodes as well. Thank you so much.